Hey everyone, uh, this is Dan Albert and Fenyo at the Fight Site. We are going to be doing uh, a commentary where I believe if you're watching this through Patreon, we will have video spliced with this. Otherwise, you can follow along uh, just in miscellaneous ways. You use Fight Pass, find the free fights on YouTube, etc. But a uh, big UFC events coming up soon, featuring some of the best fighters in the world, including uh, Piotr Jan, Aljamain Sterling, Alexander Volkanovsky. And the guy who is not Max Holloway, but that's okay. Um, so we are going to be actually watching some Piotr Jan fights in preparation for this event, mostly because I've written a lot about Piotr Jan. He, he's probably my favorite fighter in the sport to study and to talk about. Uh, and Fenyo and I are going to be watching the first Sterling fight and then the Sandhagen fights uh, both in a row. I think we can all agree they're very high level fights, arguably the two highest level fights we saw last year. Um, featuring several of the best fighters in the world. And I think uh, it's a good proposition for us to speak about um, how Jan works as a fighter, kind of like his strengths and weaknesses exemplified in these fights. And to talk about looking at the first fight and the Sandhagen fights, what it takes to beat him, but also how we kind of base Aljo's chances in the rematch moving forward. Um, that's all I have to say, Fenya. What do you have to add? Um, yeah, I mean, Pierre Yang clearly, for me at least, is like top two pound for pound fighter in the world. The other one is Volkanovski, so we probably should also watch some bulk fights later on. But mm -hmm. but yeah, let's let's enjoy these fights. Um, we'll try to to give some interesting insight about uh how how Yang styles work. And in the Sterling fight, we we will talk about Sterling too because he's the challenger and. And I think um, even though he ended up like looking bad at the, in the eyes of the fans later in the fight, I think he had uh, a very interesting approach to deal with, with Pierre Yang. And he could make some adjustments based on that. Uh, obviously, for everyone like watching this, uh, Pierre Yang is probably the favorite, and rightfully mm -hmm. so. But I think, um, I don't think Sterling has zero chances in this fight i think it's a very interesting fight even though <laughs> even if we're all favoring that to win it, it's, it's a very uphill battle for him yeah it's it's uphill but there are there is stuff i mean he he did a lot of stuff right early on in the fight and and you never know when a fighter when a fighter finds success can can sometimes make the right adjustments based off that so yeah. it would be interesting to see Right. I, I think my final comment here is um, things to look out for that I'll say throughout here. Think about how Jan starts these fights. Like, I don't think of him in terms of a slow start. I think people have that perception of him. I've always thought that's inaccurate. Pay attention to the things Jan is doing from the start to deal with his opponents, how he's reading them, and then pay attention to, like, specific decisions he makes over the course of the fight, and especially as it goes on, how he builds and how's, how to deal with them. Um, anyhow, um, that's my comment. Um, are we ready to start? Yeah, sure. All right. We're going to be starting the video, uh, the first free fight on YouTube, Aljamain Sterling, Piotr Jan. Okay, so they're facing off. Eight touch gloves.
So I think this is the kind of fight that really impresses you about both guys afterwards. Cause um, I think let's start with how Aljo starts, starts this fight because he, the onus was on him to start right away. So you instantly see him pairing multiple things together, the hand fight and the kicks immediately. Cause what's his goal to get Piotr to the back foot. Yeah. He's fading a lot too. I like yeah. how he's pairing the, the different type of, of kicks. He's actually making a good work of it. The, the psychic to the knee, the, the psychic to the body, and the roundhouses. It's a testament that he's struggling so much to get through Jan's defense, though, because Jan is constantly out positioning and checking and guarding everything so far. So that's one thing to pay attention to, just how hard Aljo is working on top of pairing things in order to break through that defense to get Jan to the fence. That's the yeah, first yeah. bad thing right there. As soon as he shoots, Jan gets the wrist lock. That was really that's the first like sign that this isn't gonna be easy. Yeah, that's a problem for all you is that is that Jan is not the kind of fighter that looks for underhooks when defending takedowns. He he immediately mm -hmm. um goes for the wrists. Oh, that knee, that knee very mm -hmm. good. Yep. He had to work very hard to set it up, drawing the guard constantly, but he's paid he's definitely done his homework with Jan's guard yeah. being a little static. And early it, on. Early on, Aljo has moments where where he's where he's striking more fluidly and he looks very good, but then mm -hmm. he gets tense at other times and it spends too much energy. That's a yeah. great body kick by Jan. Yeah, the thing to watch about Jan is he's always picking his spots carefully against Aljo, like like because Aljo has to work way harder and Aljo doesn't have the strike defense Jan has. This, but you also see just how much like there's kind of an athletic advantage going on too that Jan kind of has here that's giving Aldo some trouble. Yeah, but Aldo to this moment is making a, a very good work of working around oh, yes. Jan's high guard. Yeah, you can tell think, Aldo's done I think his he's homework. looking very good early on. Yep. Oh, that, yes. that's such a great read. But yeah. man, that... that that takedown defense must be so frustrating to deal with because that was yeah. a good entry. Yeah. Yeah. Now you kind of see Jan playing it back a little bit. He's hand fighting Aljo. So Aljo kind of mixes strikes around the guard to keep drawing the hands. Hey, that was good. But... And finally gets him. Yeah. He almost got it. He, he almost got him flat on his back. Yeah. That's that's all good work there. Yeah, everything Aljo has done in this fight is the right move, honestly, for his game. Like he he's done spectacularly. The big main problem is that he's dealing with someone who can wrestle with him, turn the clinch on him, and in less than a minute, the other big problem happens. Yeah, but I but I think it's very it's very clear that that all your can work in this same game plan yep. and get success in a rematch. So right here, right here, this is a problem. The moment oh Aljo, the moment Aljo stops working, Jan hits him really hard, and so yeah, that teaches needs, all. That he teaches all activity to be safe. Yeah, yeah. So that makes Aljo have to work, and that's a big problem. But I think, I think it's it's a very good sign that he he gets dropped. I mean, it was kind of a slip, kind of a drop, but. He he resumes the the pressure immediately, and that's a good sign. I yeah, think. yeah, it's a very good sign of sticking to your game plan and having the composure after such a really frazzling moment. Yeah. You can tell you can tell Jan didn't want to grapple in open space with with Aljo. He's he's yeah. not willing to take um, top position if yeah. they are not Aljo, against the cage. 
all just doing something different, like the little duck in body shots to get to the clinch. That's yeah, oh, a great move. That scissor sweep into into the leg lock. That's very interesting stuff. And he's using that for for landing good strike. But then Jan now is mad and he will take top position. But mm -hmm. yeah, he he doesn't want to to fool around in all your guard. Yeah, it's why take that risk anyways. Let him get back up. Make him work more. And the moment all just stops, Jan hits him. Yeah. Yeah, but this till this moment, like this is a very close round. Yeah. I mean, yeah, even, even with Jan dropping him, uh all you was landing like very yeah, shots was, early on. It's not just a, a very close round, it's a fantastic round. Yeah, for, like, it's both very guys. Good. Yeah, like all this is the best all Jermaine Sterling ever looked on the feet, and Jan is like answering, like showing oh, that defensive set. That scramble was so good. Like he transitioned um Oyo was, I mean Jan was taking Oyo's back. Oyo turns and goes for the single. But Jan immediately with the pressure in the head to get that balance is fit. That balance is crazy. Like anyone who's done like any kind of balancing yeah. practice whatsoever. That that spinning elbow at the end was a good idea. Mm -hmm. The thing is, a lot of all Joe's unorthodoxy builds well into it how lethal he is because it makes you kind of focus on different things that take away from how dangerous he is on the ground. But if you can guard against him and handle the big threats such as the anti-wrestling and having answers on the feet, then you can shut down a lot of how potent he is because not, and not a lot of fighters can do the things Jan did in that round. Yeah. I mean, all your is, is taking risks, but, <laughs> but against most fighter though, taking those kind of risks would probably win him a lot of fights. Yeah. So watch watch all Joe's responses to the feints more. He's responding more to Jan's feints. And he's a little concerned about getting inside because Jan keeps tying him up, but also yeah. Jan is that knee, the transition was good though. He's yeah. he's attacking the body a lot too. I like that. Yeah, it's good. It's like, okay, I'm forcing a pace on this guy. I need to get him tired some way that yeah. isn't just wrestling. All Joe's look is showing better very defense awareness here but his movements when he's defending are so large in comparison yeah, to Yang. that's the thing like all joe's defense and um kind of composure on the feet's always kind of been half and half like when he's able to push all the things together he's pretty successful yeah. and you can but tell he's stops, he's very nervous because he's falling over and, and like he's not doing like dumb stuff but you can tell he's not in full control of his movements because he's so yeah. so nervous and tense. Yeah, it, he's mostly nervous just because that knockdown for one thing, but also the fact that his wrestling's been kind of evened out, and that's yeah. kind of a big deal. Yeah, and he, and and one thing that I think it gets overlooked is that is that all just striking here is not using that much energy. I think what what tires him is this is like. He's forcing takedowns and banking that Ian will mm -hmm. be more tired than he will be. And he's losing this scramble. So it's obviously yeah. not working out. But but yeah. I think in camp they convince him like you're a wrestler, you have to wrestle. I think all you strangely would be better off like just striking, using the striking in transitions and using the threat of his wrestling to his advantage. Because mm -hmm. the actual the actual wrestling is not working. Like Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, it's um, I feel like faking a lot of these and going for more dynamic offense, like the, the knees in the first round were great examples of that. Yeah, that's great. Yes. Yeah, more of that is what would be necessary, but like mix things up to kicks and more body shots. Like he has the right idea with the entries into the body shots. Um, these are these are not two. these are not like very technical attempts of Shane wrestling too. Like he's trying to muscling up, uh, to muscling jam down, and and obviously, I mean, he's Ojo is investing a lot in attrition, but he's negating all of that, spending so much energy himself. And, and for it, example, there. That, yeah, but the those other, knees, those knees in transition are great though. Yeah, they're great ideas. And here's the thing: many people suggest like Jan isn't trying yet and it's like that's not the point Jan's recognized that this guy is working so hard if he can do this like midway through the third round still ill at this pace then it's a problem but right now it's still not yeah Jan Jan is very a very cold fighter I think he's realizing like there is no way this guy's gonna keep this kind of pace and he feels confident like taking these rounds off uh, in a sense because he's he's defending the takedowns very well and he and knows he's, he's making lessons. Yeah, he's he know he's making all your work harder than he's. Yeah, that knockdown was a big deal, and those body kicks are a big deal because they basically told all Joe, "You have to work, or I'm gonna hit you." Yeah, and that's really why all Joe is so, so nervous, and he's pushing so hard for these takedowns. I think the the idea of shooting to keep you know his toes is not a bad idea, but prolonging the the wrestling exchanges so much is not playing out well for right. all you nope yeah and for it, example it here, to... here he should transition to a strike really like why keep mm-hmm. keep going for this mm-hmm. yeah i think transitions and mostly like fake outs are the great idea to use against yon great Very... knee by yon there yeah that is a outrageous balance seriously yeah but yeah, but all you is always the risk, doing the risk better. control is crazy. Yeah, but all you is always doing better oh. when he's striking in transition instead of. And here, here's where here's where wrestling. some of the problems start. So now Jan's trying a bit more, and it's like, okay, if you start throwing out the same strike too much, I'm gonna hit you. If you don't enter the clinch safely, I'm gonna hit you. But all you is but still like exposing great. parts of Jan's defense. Yep. Not not he's, the takedown defense, that's for sure, but. He's having to work very hard, but he's doing a great job picking up the little things, especially like the ring craft sometimes. The difference is, um, I'm jumping ahead. The big difference between this and the Corey fight is Jan actually realizes Corey is a threat on the feet. So he has to work harder with his ring craft a little more here than he does here. But yeah, Jan is a very, very intentional fighter with a lot of his strategy. He's not perfect, but he is very, very difficult to beat without a consistent game plan going. I think, I think when it comes to game plan, I think um, Sterling almost had the the perfect game plan to approach this fight. I think he's being too. I think he should have not stick to his gun so hard on the wrestling. I think mm-hmm. that was his. I agree with that. I'm not saying uh, he should he would have won otherwise, but uh, he for sure was making it easier for Jan in this fight. Putting, so it's much. more like instead of putting 100% into it, he should put more like 50 and then use it for something else. Yeah, and 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 when and the the few times he did that, it worked. So 
Mm-hmm. But yeah, when, when Oyo is relaxed and he's taking the initiative, it's still close in the feet. But then yeah. he gets he gets nervous and and every time that happens, like Ian uh, start start picking yeah, up the he's openings. Nervous. He's very nervous right now. Like yeah. you can just tell. Like and it's allowing Jan to read those movements more. And, and he's Jan's still standing more. He's still hitting Jan here. So But yeah, I think the, I think Ojo's confidence is starting to shake a little bit here. Yeah, it's um yeah, Jan's also taking advantage of Aljo's backwards movement a lot more now. And yeah, that's starting, that's a big deal. Like um Jan started to shift to go. and punish the the level changes. That's one problem that Sterling has. Uh, his his level changes are are not very technical. Um he bends yeah. at the waist a lot. And that doesn't allow him to get like super anti. For example, there, like I mean, obviously Yang uh, got the attack the wrist immediately. But if all you had like a better, a better level change, he could he could have got to the hips, but he didn't. Yeah. Now now all just doubting himself about uh, striking with John, and he's trying oh. to force the wrestling more. Great counter there. Yeah, it's like if you stand still, I'll pivot and hit you. You, if you commit too hard to something, I'll hit nice, you. Nice, like sleep. That body kick body bothered. Kick. That body yeah. kick really bothered him. Again, again, there's like bad level changes, and he's not accomplishing anything of them. Yeah, and another reason is because you can tell the fatigue setting in for him right now. Yeah, and and his moves are so big when he moves backwards. Yeah, and and Yan is just striking him and going to the body now. Yeah, and nice. the, lo- the level changes are a good idea, mixing into the strikes. It's just they're slow, and they're kind of the same now, so Jan's yeah. reading them. and the technique is not great either, so. Yeah, and then Aljo on the back foot is kind of a void, so Jan can read him and do shit like this. Yeah, oh my god. Because Aljo will come in, and then Jan just knocks him. It, yeah. It's just... Sterling, Sterling has, like, he either backs, backs away, like, the tons, when he stay, when he stands his ground, it's even worse because he like Oof, yep. covers up and bends at the waist, and and Ian is having a, a field day with that. Yeah, it's like that. That's kind of the big problem going into this fight for Aljo. Like he had to put Jan on the front foot, and he did a great oh, nice. job of it. It's just him not being able to enforce the wrestling is a big deal. But Jan reckon punishing him for not Aljo, doing that is Aljo a falling. Aljo's falling apart now. Like yeah, he is. He's. He's wrestling so much and so hard, and he's not getting anything. I mean, I know he was in danger in open space, but he was doing better than this. I mean, long term, because like, sure, you're not getting punched in the face right now, but you're getting super tired, and you don't want to be super tired against Piotr Young. Mm-hmm. Nice, yeah. like wizard and pressure in the head. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and Sterling, again, Sterling is super tired right now. So someone could say Jan's playing with his food, but it's like, why push it? This guy's he's forced Aljo's own game to kind of play against him. Yeah. And he's t- Aljo's t- too tired to really pose much of a threat at this point. Like, think how hard Aljo had to work earlier. And now that he's tired, Jan can kind of just play with him because he's already hurt him like twice this round. And plus, like, this is a good also learning experience for Jan. It's like, like, okay, I'm fighting five rounds again and I can learn how to deal with this kind of threat. And so why do I need to push it? Again, the, those, 
those are look the shots are looking more desperate every time. Yeah, and they're also the kind of the same. So it's like Jan showed earlier he had the timing and explosiveness to deal with them. That was beautiful. Yeah, that like it was. Oh, that's awesome. Like weaving under there and then getting into like the shift. That's fantastic. But Ojus is still doing better when he's punching with Janis instead of trying to force the wrestling. Yeah, it, a lot of this fight has been great ideas from Aljo because, like, one of my criticisms of Aljo is that he struggled with his mix-ups, but here you saw so much together, like the hand traps, the kicks, yeah, the feints, and and even here Jan's, when he when he Jan's starts playing. taking the initiative, he's still touching Jan up. Jan's like, kind of playing with him though, because Jan kind of did a Matador thing at him a second ago, because it's kind of like I know you can't pose a lot of resistance to me. Yeah, and then the the bad reactions are are just taking a toll in Aljo. That was a great scramble. So yeah, you, you could argue that Sterling has two rounds at this point, but he cannot win another one. Like he's too tired. He has like yeah. Like I he's, don't. I, he's I don't. I I can see the first. I don't see any other round for him so far. I. Th- oh my god, that sweep was so beautiful. Yeah, it's it's dumb. The one where he need. Need his guts in and then sweeped him was even better. So this is the last round, I think. This is, yeah, this is the round. It ends in about three or four minutes. So, yeah, I don't have comments for what Jan did. It was stupid. Moving on. Yeah, I think just here, let's just reiterate points. And I think just talk about things all Joe can do differently, but also talk about like, what could Jan push for more of? Yeah. Jan's kick defense is like way better now because he has no problem checking. I think early on in the fight, he, he was a bit shy about checking because he was scared about the single leg. But now that he knows he can defend the single leg, he has no trouble checking. Yeah. And, and like all just started decently strong too. It's just like it just doesn't matter at this point. Yeah, and, and Sterling is it's always like that is outrageous. Him. Yeah, it's great timing. Beautiful me. And the, the counter right there. He's hitting him up. Oh he feigned the right hand and goes with the liver shot with the left hook. And Sterling answers back. I like that. Yeah. Like a version a version of Sterling that's he just can't a bit more it. composed and can compete mm-hmm. with Jan. Like yeah. I think, like, uh, I, I don't like armchair psychology, but I do think a lot of it is confidence for Sterling. Yeah, and, for sure. And and that's just a big, big problem, because going into this match with when your plan A and plan B are getting shut down, and, and that you kind of have to grit and it's not working, that's kind of a big deal. And I don't, I don't know about Sarah Longo's game planning-wise, but I, I guess that's a different talking point, but... I mean, this game plan it's, was good, but I think they good. should they should have recognized that they should have told all you like, okay, stop wrestling so hard, relax a little bit. Yeah, because oh, nice. I think Weidman was often guilty of pushing too much for the wrestling too much, so it kind of evens out. Yeah. So it just might indicate a problem on their team. Who knows? But yeah. That's Anik just said something that kind of means something, but there's been 15 takedown attempts according to their stats, and Sterling's only gotten one of them. 
I think that says a lot. Yeah. Like, even if they aren't counting them correctly, that does mean shit. Yeah. Only just leaving it all here. Like, he's opening up the volume again. I th- yeah, you can tell Jan is a little tired from the pace, but it's also like he can afford to be sloppy. Yeah, I mean, his, his mechanics are way better. So if they are both tired, Jan is still hitting way harder. And the more time the fight goes oh. on, like, yeah, that... Yeah, um, yeah, the risk like, control is just nullifying everything. All you yeah, it's yeah. Jan is like a top five hand fighter in this sport, if not the best. So just for this, for those reasons alone. Oh, that and, house clean. Yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's um. This is a very very impressive win for Jan. All things considered. I mean, ignoring the DQ, it's a very, very good performance. I think in kind of a losing effort here, Aljo really did a good job too. It's just um, he was up against one of the few guys in the division that would be able to do this to him. Yeah, it's terrible think, matchup. Yeah. Like, Aljo still definitely looked like a top 10 fighter in MMA in this fight, which is wild. Yeah. Yeah, Aljo looks very demoralized, though. It's oh really bad. God. It's like he get he, he keeps shooting and without yeah. like any of the setups or like any I think, of the defenses. I think it might be that in camp they oh. convince him they convince him so hard that you end up on top and you win this fight. And yeah, and that can that can be a double edged sword because mm-hmm. because if it doesn't work, like where is your confidence at? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's um all is the king in this division of winning with margins like the moments essentially but Jan is the king of like winning like detecting margins and then the legs the legs and the hips of Jan are just not there for takedowns like that's so stupid (laughs) yeah oh well I I have seen that so many times and it's still like like you you have fought under this rule so many times like what the fuck I don't I don't I don't got anything to say it's dumb I think um Yeah, I, I don't really, I, I don't really have anything else to say about this fight. I think, um, yeah, I think a lot of this is really contingent upon what Aljo does, really, in the rematch. Um, but I think this fight is incredibly demonstrative of how hard of a fight it is for him. Yeah, and every, and honestly, like rewatching it both for writing and for. Um, and for rewatching it, the the harder a time I see like um Aljo's success is translating, but I do see a very very good fighter here. It's just yeah, who knows? I mean, I think I think it's I think it's very probable that that Sterling does better than he did here in the rematch, but mm-hmm. but I'm still like picking Jan pretty confidently, and I think. And I think it's not just this fight. It's the next fight we're about to watch that really, really hammers home just how hard it is to beat Jan. But it's, um, it's, um, but yeah, the one I will say, um, this was rightfully scored a DQ, no doubt. No, for um, sure. I mean, you can, you cannot it's tell a DQ. that that was, and he's, that and was he's an intentional, definitely, it was an intentional foul. I think that yeah. the referee even told him that he was down. So, yeah, it's also like um, 
The, the one part that is really dumb is giving a belt away. That's to the guy who just got DQ fouled on. That part I don't understand to this day. I think you should just vacate the, the belt. That I, I agree. That's what I think they should have done. But oh because well. because you cannot like keep the belt, right? It's oh. like. Because if, if you if you could keep the belt like with a DQ, like guys would just shit when they are losing. Yeah. So. But it's like I always remember people looking at this going like all just faking, and, and it's like no, he's not. He's obviously concussed. He's so concussed. Like you can tell when they're they're putting the belt on him, he has no idea where he is. He's yeah out, and he and I'm pretty sure if Sterling could could have kept going despite the brutal uh, fall. He would it would have been bad. He would have gone back to the fight, even if if Ian was about to kill him. Like, yeah, I don't doubt for a second that he was like out bad. Because the the thing that people don't realize is that is that Sterling is not expecting a knee at all in that position. No, no, and and the the strikes that are unexpected are the worst. So, yeah. So anyhow. Well, yep, I, I got nothing else to say about that. Honestly, it, it's a great show of um, both guys. Yeah, it's very unfortunate ending, but... Yeah. Yeah, it, it's, it's a year later and it still sucks, but oh well. It's just dumb that a title gets hand, handed to the guy who's concussed because that just... It's kind of like adding salt it's to so the It's so weird, yeah. It's so shitty. Like, even if you don't like Alja, like I don't, Oh, you have to respect his effort and realize just how dumb it is. Like, look at him. Yeah, it's it's a terrible situation. I mean, it probably won't happen again, like in a very no. long time. But so, are we moving on to the next fight? Yeah, let's go ahead and go. There's like a minute left, but let's go ahead. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So the next fight, um, I think we can both agree. I'm pausing it for a second. One of the best fights of last year, arguably the highest level fight of last year. Yeah, that was fight of the year for me. Like no doubt. Yeah, Yeah, I think from action wise, probably not, but skill level, definitely. Like, um, I do see a lot of people underplay how competitive Corey was in the latter half of this fight, but um, yeah, I I mean, I do. I'll talk about that later. I saw this fight live with Freeram. We have a commentary for that too. And and we love this fight and this fight's brilliant. It's so competitive. Like yeah, like it's I don't understand. Too much. So some people are saying like it was more of a of a young showcase that uh than a good fight. I don't. I mean, I don't agree with that at all. I mean, Jan had showcase. to work very hard. Yeah, I mean, it's it a showcase, showcase in the sense that Jan had to show like a lot of just, his high level just, skills to win. But mm-hmm. it was not like he was a styling on Sanhagen at any moment. Yeah, he was. Yeah, and I mean, if Sandhagen wasn't made of iron, Aaron, a lot of people would have been finished. But yeah, so anyhow, are you ready? See, for sure. All right, let's do this. Yeah, I love this fight. This fight's fantastic. Yeah, if it... So I think what's really cool about this fight, too, is that it answered a lot of uh, issues I had with Sandhagen, too, like Ringcraft especially. He, but also showed like him upping his like strike selection to a full degree. But you also see him bring a lot out of Yawn here. 
Yeah. So, so both guys fainting so, and changing so stances. Immediately, immediately, Jan starts fast. So people like always say Jan's starting slow. No, he's not. He's starting fast here. Like he's immediately putting pressure. No, he's um the thing is that Jan likes to make reads, but he's very sharp out of the gate. Yeah, I mean. There, there are fights that show like he's there. Like Jan has preset reads. Like he knows Sandhagen is worse on the back foot, so he's immediately pressuring him. And him, but Sandhagen's already doing things better than he has in any other fight with mixing in his switches into the jabs, and then creating mix-ups. And now they're getting into the hand fight. Where they're hand fighting. Each very other. aware of where he is uh, in yeah. the cage too. Yeah, like this is the best I've ever seen it. Because again, it's crazy. Because a few months beforehand, he fought TJ and didn't show this kind of yeah. Thing. I mean, you already I mean, see the he, mix-ups. I mean, he doesn't recognize it, but uh, he doesn't admit it. But uh, I think TJ like uh, uh, really, really um, did damage to his legs and affect his mobility, mm-hmm. um, and also had the the takedown threat. I mean, I mean, Ian is obviously a very good wrestler too, but but TJ um, established that threat early on. Look at that cage cutting from Ian right now. It's also like a it's, lot of. Cr- yeah, it's it's that's the, the thing the that astounds me. The, the footwork here is so high level because both guys are using uh, the switches, the switches of stances, uh, mm-hmm. very creatively. Um, Sanhagen to stay in the center of the cage and Yan to to pressure him. Yeah, it's also like you see a lot of subtle things like Stir- Corey a second ago tried to take away Yan's lead hand, and with his like rear hand when Yan was in orthodox, and then oh, there's nice. The- there's the Corey trademark, like stepping in to the like shifting, like uh, left to the body. Jan shuts that yeah. down. The other thing is Jan switched the southpaw because he's trying to take away a um, Corey's like orthodox jab. Yeah, Corey, Corey's doing his classic like uh, hand fighting to to hide the switch and then go to the body from there from from mm-hmm. the new stance. Yeah. Yeah, there it and is. And then again. he used Corey. that same that same setup for the leg kick. Yeah, Good yeah, stuff. that's the thing about these two. They are builders. Like the difference is, oh, that was awesome. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, yeah it's also like, yeah, Corey's one of the few guys who can actually keep up with Jan at a high pace too on the feet. So that gives Jan a new problem in this fight. I think I like this idea a lot. I mean, I was nervous about it live. Like, why are you wrestling with? with Jan, but it, it actually worked. Yeah, and there's the body kick from Jan. Yeah, like, the body, body kick's a great idea, because conventionally you think the left hook can close the door, but a body kick can close the door, too, on an exchange. Especially when you have, a <laughs> like, a very technical one like Jan does. Yeah. Oh, that, see, knee, that knee was such a good read. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost too much is happening way too fast to really pick up every read both guys are making. Like, like straight line right to t- jab to lay kick off yeah. the hand fight again Jan's yeah. high guard is so good in this yeah. fight Sanhagen, right yeah Sanhagen is using uh, the high guard to to either hide a, a body punch or a leg kick yeah and he's tracking he's tracking Jan well on exits too yeah um Jan's, Sterling, Jan's Sterling also did that early on Jan Sterling Yes, Corey's having a hard time hitting upstairs, but he's making so much work downstairs that yeah, that, that's the point. As long as you can get that guy to be preoccupied upstairs, it doesn't matter. Oh, the combination was so good, but yeah, I mean, yeah, Jan's defense is great. That's nice. That's beautiful. Like messing with the punches to create that body kick. 
yeah, now we're back to positioning again. And oh, nice dart there. Yeah, Jan's making him have to reset a lot, and that's really important as the fight goes on. Because like Jan's going to try turning that against him. Ooh, that was beautiful. Like, yeah. kicking him out of position, oh, that, but he gets... That uppercut was great. And he nearly, like, cross-countered him to make him back off. And again, with the wrestling, interesting. Oh, the uppercuts. Ooh, huge elbow. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. so he yeah. having having success even upstairs when he's pushing yeah. Jan. Yeah, but, I love how he's using the frames to, like, actually push him back, too. That, like, he was like, Yeah. Nice. Oh. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah. Now Jan's fainting with the head yeah. a lot towards incredible, the incredible, incredible first round. Yeah. Yeah. That's as high level around as you will see. And the next yeah. one's probably even better. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So they start immediately in the center. So Sandhagen's being more aggressive. Because he recognized, I want a hand fight with you. Ooh. And that kind of backfires on him a bit as the fight goes on. But watch. But watch right again. So Jan switches. Corey has to switch. Jan switches again. Set up kick. Yeah, but, but Sanhagen is not allowing Jan to kick for free. And yeah, it, he's most, also pushing most him. fighters do. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I love how Jan's going forward the moment Corey kicks to force Corey to reset so Jan can kick like that. Beautiful footwork but then, there by but then, Yeah, but then Sandhagen d never lets him get away with something for free, like gets back in his face. Yeah. Jan is starting to figure out uh, the hand fighting tricks that Corey's using. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I love this next moment from Jan a lot. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, like breaks the hand fight immediately. Like that's that's the big thing Jan figures out. Like I have to break the hand fight. Oh, but the, that was there's the body shot. That left hook by Corey was also huge. Yeah, Corey's fainting the knees now, so Jan has to be a little careful coming in. Immediately returns with the kick. I love that. Yeah. Whew. And yeah, that, that was close, but the, but the Jan, there. Jan just picked up on something big. Like I gotta break the hand fight every time you start it, or I'm gonna have some trouble. Corey having great success with the left hook to the body here. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of it's mixing up the hand traps. Nice defense the, there the with the high elbow. And Corey's guarding the kicks too. Here's, here's what Jan's doing. Watch how Jan is letting Corey jab and then hand traps him first. Yeah. Now, now that, oh. now when Corey is like jabbing, uh, Jan knows he's trying to hide something with the feet. So he stays aware. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was kick. Yeah. Uses the rear hand trap to kick and then uses it again to set Oh, he sneaked that, that, that left hand with the switch there. Yeah, like he got him with like faking the hand trap that he used for the kick a moment right before. Very cool. And then uses it again for the body kick. Yeah, he's starting to win the Ooh. hand traps now. Yeah. But Sahayan is still finding that left hook to the body. Yeah. A big part of it is because he's letting Corey jab and then trying to hand trap that yes. to set him up. Yes, he was he was reacting a little bit too big early to the jabs. So so Corey was setting stuff up, but now he's he's just allowing Yeah, the uh, jab is the jab is the building block, but yeah, he's, he's not buying something the, else. The bullshit with the jab because 
Corey is not jabbing hard, so he has no reason to worry so much about it. There's nice another thing. Counter there. Remember, remember how I said Jan was switching the southpaw? The reason he stays in southpaw so much is because it forces Corey to turn, turn it southpaw. Corey's southpaw jab isn't as good as his orthodox one. Oh, those, those open oh. stance is straight. Oh, straight nice. Hands. Yeah. He landed that from the inside angle, too. Oh, <laughs> he's so powerful. Both of them are both of them are like Corey's body shot a second ago, and that was really cool. Like faking the right straight to land a right hook and then to an uppercut. Now he draws the that guard uppercut to an uppercut. Good, yes. And Jan, here's the thing: Jan couldn't afford to do this with all Joe throwing. Like Jan is having to work way harder on the feet. See right there, Jan just shut down Corey's like step in lateral shift yeah. again. But Corey's trying to Corey's trying to smother Jan now when when he's jamming. That's an interesting idea. Yeah. Yeah. Again with the shot. Yeah. Just Not to a mix very it, good one. Just to mix up. Just to mix it up a little bit, but it's like, yeah. But that was good hand fighting there too. Yeah. To free up the oh. There's another elbow off the clinch. Now he's defending the very good defense to the to the left hook to the body there with the elbow. Yeah. By Yang. Oh, that, that was a great read. Yeah. Yeah, he kind of caught the neat just before Sandhagen hit him clean with it. But yeah, it's... yeah. Oh, nice. But yeah. Whew. Yeah, no, he's really... No, he's really pursuing Corey. Yeah, he's trying every, to pressure hard now. Look, every time Corey initiates the hand fight, Jan breaks it. And every time Jan initiates the oh. hand fight, like he... Uses it to tag Corey, and then lets Corey jab again. The, like the moment Corey tries to hand fight, Jan concedes some space to break away from it. Fantastic round! Like holy yes. hell! Oh goddamn! Missed there, but that was good. Yeah, I think this is one of those fights where you just watching, you're like everyone watching it is like this is astoundingly good. Yeah. So at this point, it's either one one or two zero Sandhagen. Yeah. Essentially, yeah. So yeah, they are very close. And uh, watching live, very close. I thought I thought Corey was up too, but but they are very close. I think yeah. the the first one is. It's kind of kind of clearer for Corey. It is second round. I lean Corey also, but it's way too close. Yes, yeah, me too. But it's super close. Yeah. All right. So yeah, from here, it's like Jan's been putting in the work to make the reads on Corey to bake the building block. So here's the question of what he does now, because uh, now he has to win those rounds. And so immediately Jan's like a little straighter up, but he's instantly hand fighting again. So it's like earlier Corey went in a hand fight, but now Jan's hand fighting a lot. Very nice, nice. counter there, yes. Yeah, you aren't going to hand fight for free. So you got to work a little bit for it. Jan's timing on the hand traps is absolutely crazy. <laughs> Beautiful spin kick there. Sandhagen kind of tapped his gut to taunt him. That's neat. Wasn't this kind of um, short notice for, for Corey? 
I I don't remember. I know. Not I like remember. super I short like notice. But... I think it was like a month. Yeah, it's still crazy. Like, yeah. Look at that. So now Jan's punishing the resets. Here, here's the point where I think Jan officially gets a beat on the hand fighting in full. Like this little sequence right here. Like he recognizes the jabs threats, like trying to catch them. When Corey tries to hand fight, like uh, not for free. And he he's staying orthodox for the whole sequence here. Yeah, Corey is like trying to find an opening, but but not finding it. Yeah, and Jan's like reading the hand fight and slowly inching forward. Like Corey got no ground there. Now he's mixing the little slips that Jan does. Oh. oh. Yeah, like, Corey yeah. keeps trying to set the same lateral shift, and Jan is just shutting it down with little pivots. I think what's so impressive about this fight from an offensive ringcraft standpoint from Jan is that, like, most MMA fighters would kind of concede to, like, throwing more, but Jan doesn't have to here. He just concedes to doing, like, more effective things. I will... His read on pairing those shots from Sandhagen are absolutely yes. And he's punishing the resets big time now. Like he's and, really up to his footwork. And the the tech the technical defense. I mean the the, the technique on the oh defense my is God. very good because uh, the parries from from Jan are very short. They're not easily exploitable. Yeah, that like little rear pivot into the uppercut a second ago is absolutely out fucking rageous. He always has. See it. He always has the shoulders when the parry fails. So like every out time, of position there, but yeah. So now he's throwing a lot harder because it's like we're gonna exchange. Okay, let's fucking exchange then. Yeah, he's starting to think that the longer the exchanges, he has the upper hand. Yeah, look, I love that little turn. Like Corey tried to set up another shift, if by resetting, and then Jan already pivots on him. That is crazy. Yeah, he's not buying the, the hand traps. He's he's kind of no-selling Corey's feints right now because Corey's hasn't presented a new threat yet. He's read like how potent the jab is, but he's also read how to take it away from Corey. And now and now he knows that that Corey like set up big stuff with the <laughs> with the jab, so he's more confident about uh, sleeping. And he jab. knows, and he knows Corey has to make bigger movements to bounce out to get away from the pressure, and that's the trigger for him to step in and yeah. attack. I think I think Jan early on was was worried about like head kicks and stuff like that, but he now knows that Corey can't like high kick moving Oof. backwards, so he's just sleeping very confidently. Oh, nice how he closed the door there, and then he sets a trap. There we go. God, that's, God damn. that's insane. Like, God damn. <laughs> that's, that's all you could really say, honestly. It's like the, because the, the idea is wild. Of course, like, like you throw a, like spinning back fist and, and convert you have to that be, into a left hook. Have... The, the execution is so good. Yeah. I mean, when, when other fighters do stuff like that, they look like idiots. <laughs> the the thing is, like, um, it, it's crazy, especially because a lot of people will be like, oh, yeah, Yana... scramble is ridiculous. <laughs> it is. That Fuck switch me. by Yan, yeah. Yeah, good lord. And then now the ride. Yeah. 
mini transition. <laughs> you can't stand in front of Jan too much, Corey, or else he's going to hit you. Yeah. Yeah. And you can tell, like, it, like Corey's feeling it right now. Jan, Jan is a little bit too, but it's like because he's had to force such a high pace to co- keep Sandhagen under control. That's the thing, again, that really needs to be said. Think how hard Jan has to work to control yeah. Sandhagen. The big difference is that that Jan doesn't need a, a lot of gas tank to stay on, on your face. But now when the when the combinations are over, uh, Corey is still there to be hit. So so it's not he doesn't have the same spring on his feet that he had in the early rounds. Yeah, Corey, Corey builds through a lot of his volume. Jan builds through like effective like little switches and positionings more than anything else. And it's kind of a depth kind of difference here. Like it not maybe depth's not the right word. Maybe it's more like effectiveness or efficiency. But you see, Corey's not done yet. Corey's immediately altering his strategy a bit, like he's backing off and trying to create repositions. Like he's doing a lot more side-to-side movement. Oh, beautiful. That yes. right hand was great. Corey's like throwing back more kind of as like really putting his shots together when Jan steps in on him. Like, it's like, I'm not going anywhere. I have to hit you back and I can crack you if you come in too sloppily. So Jan, a lot of this is Jan punishing the movement and Sandhagen trying to create redirections. And he's doing a decent job at that. But then when he stands still, that happens. So not only is Jan punishing the resets, he's punishing when Sandhagen stands his ground too much. Last 10 seconds have been really indicative of that. Yeah. That was a really good frame from Corey a second ago. Corey's framing off the jab now to try to set up one-twos. Yeah, he's then like the openings are not there anymore. He's just trying to dart with the jab, but but he's yeah. getting he's getting tracked super hard. Yeah, he can't get by Jan's footwork without resetting and having his tools. It's just Jan's already shut down the jab and then does shit like that. Oh, that that body kick God. was beautiful, and then the the straight shots. Oh, like the thing is, a lot of this is isn't just efficiency. A lot of it's like a lot of a footwork kind of thing. It's like Corey does, and Jan has been control of the positioning since the beginning. And Corey really needed that volume to make the up the difference, and now he can't get that. It's just Jan has to stay on him all the time. So Corey does that, which is a good idea. That was a good idea, yes. But then that he immediately transitions to the leg look there. Oh, wow. That's a crazy scramble. Yeah. But Jan always, always is aware of the hand fighting. Yeah, it's it's Jan legitimately has faster responses to anyone, I think, in the sport right now. Yeah. Not not just adjustments, but defensive responses. Yeah, he just it's transitions crazy. from face to face so fluidly. Like, his mix-ups aren't better than Volkanovski, and he's not as swarming as Max, but it's like, in terms of choosing the right things when, he's better than anyone. And then he does shit like this. 
Yeah, he. God damn. You can tell there's a point where where Jan like lose loses the respect from the counters. He's they are getting thrown his way, and he starts shifting. And when he starts shifting, it's it starts getting super dangerous. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. you can tell Sanhagen is now like retreating in, in long straight lines when given the chance. And when, when that happens, for example, there, um, Jan just shifts and goes to the body. It's just great stuff. Yep. I love Jan's rear hand, hand shutting down Corey's late hand so oh, much. Oh, that, that elbow. And then Very Corey nice. with the elbow in return. Yeah. So it's just like Corey's trying to get things done and he's conceded the standard of Jesus. Oh my god, yes. Sanhagen has a shin. <laughs> yeah, he does. Like he got decked earlier, but that's like how many times has Sanhagen been decked? I mean, there's a lot of shots that would have dropped other fighters in this fight. Also incredible because the pace these guys are keeping considering the amount of body shots in this fight is true from both sides ridiculous yes yeah like Jan Jan did say Aldo hit him harder to the body but Sandhagen has hit him to the body a lot yeah you yeah Corey's feeling the pace but he's still trying and you can tell Jan's feeling the pace of it just from putting so much on Corey yeah, he's throwing so hard too. It's just it's kind of difference in like fundamentals and like game planning efficiency right now. So last round. Yep, last round. Yeah, Corey, Corey this round again is trying to, to be more aware about his cage craft. Yeah. But like it's he's doing a lot, a lot of the right than earlier. Yeah. He's doing a lot of the right things with resets and like setting up his shots. It's just like he he doesn't feel like his jab's a safe option yes, anymore with so much impunity. Exactly. That's where the, he, the that's where the fight turned around really when yeah when the moment Ian realized what he could do with Corey's jab. Yep, is is the big like turning point in the fight? Yeah, it's that third round sequence where they were hand fighting for a solid like thirty seconds. Yeah, it's like that's that's what Jan does. Like Jan, Jan doesn't just defuse your weapons; he'll use them against you, and that's what really makes him so dangerous. It's also is... like it's also like oh. the versatility because he can punish you for bad habits, but. If you stop doing stuff, he will still keep a pace because he knows how to work in a blank canvas as well. Mm-hmm. That's what makes him a very complete fighter, I think. Yeah, he's very his skill set's very deep, but he also blends his offense and defense better than probably anyone else right now. And that's just, at least on the feet, and it's just what makes him so scary. Combined with just being a stupid athlete. Yeah, I... Yeah, this is um, arguably the best like offensive ring craft I've seen in MMA from this fight from Jan. It's absolutely outrageous. 
And because Sanhagen is doing a great work on the outside too. I love I love what Sanhagen's doing in this round. Like you can really tell like he's kind of gotten some beat on like when to move. Yes. It's just he he doesn't really have like um and he's read Jan slow down a bit too. So I can I so I have to jab with some kind of impunity, like faint and then jab, switch again. It's just he can't really get much done this way. But he's it's not getting like, the big moments that he was getting in the yeah. first two rounds. Yeah, it's just better than nothing. It's better than getting hit and overwhelmed. But he's doing the good stuff with the jab here. Yeah. Because he's also jabbing harder. Like he realized, like, okay, like the, the touching the touching jabs are not working. Yeah, and it's single jabs, it's fainting and then jabbing. Like sometimes it's more important to faint like two jabs and then yeah. jab as opposed and, to just throwing more. Oh, the defense there by Sanjay was Jeez. great. Like very, very good awareness to to get his yeah. hips down. Yeah. And yeah, he kind of got Jan thinking about when is it going to be touching and when is it going to be hard again? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But he can't solve the footwork thing that easily here because Jan is still on him and is setting like trying to set him up for a trap very soon. And also the other thing is that Jan has very good <laughs> triggers. So even when the jab is landing, he's just throwing immediately like a leg kick. And he, right knows the mo- and he knows the moment Corey stops is the moment he can hit him. Yeah, there, for, exa- for example. There you go. Yeah, and, the, and again. Then the shifts. Yeah, Corey's really trying. It's like, I got to punctuate these exchanges the best I can and get some respect back. Yeah, this is what He's I mean when some. I say he is. Like, yeah, like, I haven't, there aren't many guys Jan has shown so much respect to after a fight than this one. And I think that says a lot. And I think this fifth round is indicative of that. He's not winning this round, but he's doing a damn good job. of yeah, making the, it the, the, the big difference between this fight and most young fights is that um, Jan figured Sanhagen out, but he didn't break him down. Like he's obviously winning comfortably at this point, but Sanhagen is not falling apart. Like, for example, we just saw Sterling mm-hmm. or, or Aldo yeah, he, when, when he got tired. Yeah, like, like, like oh, you like can tell, like, yeah, Sandhagen's doing a lot of good work. He's not winning this round, but he's making a really good show of it. Yeah, he's having, having a, a way better round than in the fourth. Yeah, because he got his ass whooped in that last round. Let's just say it the way it is. And not a lot of people can say that. So, uh, yeah, Jan's got a beat on that jab again and is reading it. So Jan's stepping up the defense and oh, he's so dangerous. Like, yeah, yeah, Jan's stepping it up a little bit more now because he knows time's running out and it's still kind of close. Or than he'd yeah, like so it. He'll make and sure. Sanhagen, Sanhagen just got him with a good knee there. So now Jan's really on him. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking amazing. <laughs> They just go wild at the end. Such a great fight. Incredible great fight. fight. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's the highest level fight of last year. In terms of action, I mean, it's still up there. It's probably not the best action fight of last year, but it's still up there. I mean, for me, kind of, for me, kind of, it's like, it's so exciting watching the pace. Live, is, like, the, pace is, the pace is unreal. Yeah. I mean, it's so many adjustments. It's, and, and, yeah. And the action. Yeah. That, that's the thing is that there's not like, very huge moments but the it's action not a is moment. so it's not a mo- it keeps you on a- your toes the whole time it's not a momentum shift fight but it's a fight that showcases like the best of skill and it's like 
uh, although I understand how it's like because of that, like, hey, there is a clear yawn taking over point. It never really stops being competitive. Like, and I think that last round again in- indicates that. I love that ending so much. It's just like, fuck it, I'll hit you with a spinning heel kick that only I can hit. <laughs> it was amazing. That was incredible. Yeah, it's incredible every time I watch it. Yeah, so yeah, it, that's that's it. I think. It's like, yeah, it's like once again to quote our friend, good friend, who always say this: "Imagine having the best performances of your career, and it doesn't matter." Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's true for both for for all of you and for for Corey, yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, I mean, if there's any pride in like being the quote losers of those, I don't think there is, but it's like. Yeah, you have. I think that's just indicative yeah. of how ridiculous I think a lot, that fighter is. I talk about a, a lot about this, but to me, it's ridiculous to to think that Usman can be above Volkanovski and Young in the pound for pound. Yeah, or like not not even close, man. Like, like, and if you had to do like terms of like um maybe maybe like wins, whatever. Sure, we can maybe concede Jan on sort of. It would be dumb, but fine. But head to head, fuck no, fuck no. I mean, the, and the level of opposition. I mean, we saw how bad Colby looked against Matt Vidal, and and how bad both guys looked. And, and those how are did, like, yeah. And those are like, like his best fights, you know, like his best wins. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah, it's um. Yeah, I think what's really, really crazy is, um, yeah, I a lot of people ask me who I think the best in the world is. I, I still think it's, I yawn, I it kind of fits my bills a lot, but there are things Volk does better than him. There's a big debate between like between those two that um, and yeah, it's me, always weird for me. For me, either it's, one, for me, either one is fine. Um, always yeah. all up there too. Yeah, I um, I I Ho- personally might be declining a little bit, but who knows. Yeah, it's like I feel like you're looking at a one, a, almost a one A, one B, one C situation. For me, I rank Jan a little bit better than Vulcan Max just because I think he's more defensively sound, and more efficient than either. But I also, but I'm also willing to admit there are things the other two do better. Like um, I don't think anyone faints mix-ups better than Volkanovsky, for instance. But yeah, I don't know that uh that Piotr Jan's going to take someone really special to beat him. Um, and Aljo might show up with a really, really good game plan. Corey with some adjustments has a good shot as both of them showed in these yeah. fights, but they're probably going to have to do even better than they did, which is something crazy to ask. And also like the, the rematch goes both ways. Like they, they know what adjustments to make, but also like Jan know, Jan, that it's a very like read based fighter, goes into the rematch with with reads made. So mm-hmm. so that could yep. end up that could end up even worse for their opponents. Yeah, who knows? I mean, it's it for sure makes for for a very interesting division. I mean, both divisions, I think they are the best just on the quality of the of your average fighter, but they mm-hmm. just also happen to have like the best fighters in the world as champions. Yeah. So it's yeah. just great stuff. But yeah, I mean, we we can talk about this more um, in the following week for our podcast because, oh God, the card's next week, right? Yep. Oh, thank, oh God. Okay, we have homework to do. 
Um, hopefully the card's okay. But um, <laughs> I think I've done all the homework I need to do on Jan because I already knew him well anyways. So um, that section we can probably just summarize again once we get to it. But I got nothing else to say. hope you all who listened to this and watched along with us enjoyed it. Uh, hopefully you see how awesome Bantamweight is and how much of a special fighter Jan is, but also maybe in turn appreciate all Joan Sandhagen's efforts as well. Because I think those are worthy performances of guys who should at the very least be considered top 15 in the world. Yes, for sure. At the absolute least 15. Just very good stuff. Maybe we'll, we'll bring something similar for Volkanovski. It would be mm-hmm. fun too. Yeah. So we'll see. All right. I got nothing else to say. Thanks for listening, everyone. Um, our Patreon is about $3 for a minute. Bottom tier where you can watch these fights with our commentary. Um, we also have a Discord or very friendly, like-minded community, but we're all eccentric people. So if you like that kind of thing, you're welcome to come aboard. We talk about more than just combat sports on there. I'm pretty active on there. Uh, when I'm not suffocating at my job, but if you listen, thanks a lot for joining us. We'll see you all next time. Bye.